Grab your cocktail shaker, kick back, and get ready for the big fat party. Greg and his band of unintelligibles are back, mixing, drinking, reviewing, and discussing Bloody Marys and all that goes with them. My Big Fat Bloody Mary podcast, where you'll never drink alone. Welcome to my Big Fat Bloody Mary podcast, where you will indeed never drink alone. We're coming to you from the studios of the Bloody Mary concert series, where on July 9th, we'll be hosting Willie Wisely. Still a couple of tickets left for that. Go to BloodyMaryConcertSeries.com, and uh, you can get your ticket. They're uh, 20 bucks. There's going to be some free bloodies and some free beer. So oh, Wow, that kind is of a, a deal. I think it's a pretty good value. Yeah, yeah. Uh, so my guest, Mike Scott, welcome back, buddy. I'm back. All right. I'm back. All right. Uh, you know, Mike is does these walking tours, uh, footsteps of lacrosse. You're still doing those? I am. I am. I'll be doing them all summer and then into the fall. Uh, my specialty is the ghost of historic lacrosse. Yeah. Um, and actually, our, our probably our most well-known Bloody Mary bar, yep. Dell's, yes. has a ghost. Really? Yes. And actually, a kind of a famous ghost because it has been mentioned in several haunted Wisconsin books. Yeah. So 2003, manager comes, he uh, opens up the place. Yeah. It's about 11 o'clock in the morning. And he's seated at the end of the bar. It's a, a round bar. Mm-hmm. Seated at the end of the bar reading the newspaper. And he said there are three unbelievably loud knocks on the front door. Mm-hmm. I mean, it, it startles him, and he gets up a little bit pissed off, went to go see who's pounding on the door at 11 o'clock in the morning. Yeah. Starts to open the front door, and this very heavy, very antique ceiling fan falls from the ceiling and hits the stool he was just on. Whoa. And then he goes outside, and he said, no one within blocks of, of the tavern. So wow. clearly a poltergeist at yeah. Dell's Bar. Making a statement, but sparing him. Oh, right, right, exactly. So, oh, I have it's a good chill. one. Good story. Yeah, that is a good one. So, those are the kinds of stories people might learn about. Those are exactly the types of stories. Story. I love that. <laughs> well, today we're being fueled, as usual, by Lacrosse Distillery's Organic Field Notes Vodka, whose corn-based vodka is just that: 100% Midwestern organic yellow dent corn. Besides the yeast and the enzymes they use to break down the sugars in the corn, there's nothing else used to make this spirit. It's double distilled and filtered for an easy finish. We're still hanging out with the uh, the Bloody Mary enthusiasts. And, I love them. Uh, yeah. Our, my, my drinking buddies. Exactly. All, thousands of them. So, yeah. I think it's 38,000 or something these days. But, um, yeah, we kind of push off from them, and they push off from us. Uh, we use them. We harvest people's feedback. Uh, for example, our word of the day, that comes right out of the uh, Enthusiast Unite group. And we do contests. Um, I think the last contest giveaway was Mary's Mix. We gave away, uh, let's see, five two-packs of that mix. And we'll be doing another one on there, too. That was a good mix, too. Very good. I liked it. <clears throat> Excellent mix, yes. And then all 38,000 of those people yeah. need your stickers, don't you think? I think they do. A lot of them have been getting them. I did another contest where I gave away a bunch of stickers. But, yeah, and it's not hard to find them if you just look up 
My Big Fat Bloody Mary, you'll get to MyBigFatBloodyMary.com, and there's a tab right there, and buy stickers. So they're, uh, they're pretty cool. we got a few left, so if you want to get on that. What the hell did we do last time, Mike? Do you remember? Uh, yeah, we did uh, uh, Frankie's Fine Brine, a classic Bloody Mary mix, mm. and we had a buffet because he, oh. uh, Frankie's had sent, uh, we had, uh, uh, well, it, it pickles, but they were infused with, with alcohol, so there was a whiskey right. pickle, Yeah, uh, and there was a tequila pickle. And also a uh, the one I lo- really liked was the uh, the pickled beets. Oh yeah, those Very were like gin soaked, weren't they, or something? Or? Yes, yeah, I think so. I'm trying to remember. But I think so. very tasty. Yeah, I remember that. Yeah, that was a good one. That was a good one. Um, so we've got the word of the day here, <clears throat> and it is from Cheryl Englert. From my or from the Bloody Mary Enthusiasts Unite page, and the word is flavor. Flavor. Okay. Now those two didn't count. That was just oh, telling no. people you know no one has to drink okay. just yet. But the next time you hear the word flavor, oops. That I think that one counts. So we're one in, right? All right. Fair enough. <laughs> I think this one's not going to be as. Uh, as widely used as the last, la- the last word was spicy. Yeah, we that, that came up a lot. You don't realize how often you use that. Well, wasn't that even though in the title? I of think the- it was. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So we were we were doomed. Yep, yep. Well, so we'll listen for that word. It starts with an F and ends in an R. Um, today. What are we drinking, Mike? I've been so busy. Uh... Uh, we are drinking Cletus Hedis Bloody Mary mix out of Chicago. Hmm. Chicago-based. It is a chef-driven retail food products from Chef Cletus Friedman. And he makes hot sauces and Bloody Mary popcorn. I Have mean, you ever had such a thing? No, I'd be open to it, though. I would be, too. Yeah, definitely. Huh, Cletus... Hatus. That yes. sounds like a Roman emperor or something. <laughs> it <does>. You know? <laughs> Do you know what I mean, Micus Six- Maximus? <laughs> Succeeded biggest Dickitus. Right? Uh, what was that from? Oh, God. Life of Brian. What was, it was biggest Dickitus. I think it was. <laughs> Remember the cards that does... kept, kept snickering? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, let's take a look at the bottle here, Mike. Uh, it's a, you know, it's a real nice, simple bottle. Um, Cletus Hedis, award-winning Bloody Mary mix. Another good food by Chef Cletus Friedman. And you go to the ingredient list, and I love it. All natural ingredients. Tomato nice. juice, lemon juice, horseradish, um, yeah, hot sauce, cayenne pepper, sugar, spices, salt, black pepper, yeah. Sign me up. Yep. Yeah. Cletus knows what he's doing. Yeah. And it's that standard 32-ounce bottle that nobody could get for a while. Remember <laughs> the supply chain? So nothing in there that you wouldn't have laying around your kitchen? Well, oh, no. I can spell everything on here. Yeah, yeah. I'm not a great speller. No. <laughs> so. It's not my strong suit either. They say neither was Hemingway. He was a notoriously bad speller. Ooh, and no autocorrect. Oh, right. And yeah. he said, you know what? That's an editor's job. <laughs> oh, well, you get to a certain point, and I suppose it is. Yeah. Oh, right. <laughs> well, what do you think? Uh, should we keep blabbing around or uh, taste this? Let's taste it. Should we? 
of the garnish. Let's get to the drink. Yes, absolutely. You will note that I have rimmed half of your glass, Mike, and for no, no real good reason. You have turned me on to that. Don't rim the whole glass. Right. Yeah. That is the way to go. It is. Well, especially when you're judging the mix, too, you know, because that's going to change it. So, you know, for us, we yes. try it without that. But, but what this is, is uh, Frank's Red Hot Kick and Barbecue uh, oh. Seasoning. And I think you're going to like it. I don't know. Oh, no. That is That sounds fantastic. Yeah. Well, let's try a taste here just on its own without any spirits. Don't mind if we do. Yeah. Oops. I hope everyone else has their bloody ready because we're bringing on the flavor. Oh, yeah. I said it. Oh, you did. I, oh, I would have missed that. Okay. So thickness, it's a, I wouldn't say like super thick. No. But it's a five out of ten probably. Some texture though. You can feel a little bits of horseradish floating around in there. Oh yeah. And taste them. Hmm. We get that horseradish right 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 away. Yeah. Oh that's pretty nice. Very tomatoey. It reminds me my mom used to make something she called tomato plus. She'd harvest the tomatoes, blanch them cook them down with like some green peppers and onions and just have that as a base and she'd puree it you know into oh. a kind of a thinner sauce and then she would just use that for cooking throughout the winter but this yeah this reminds me a little bit of that it's got a kind of fresh tomato flavor mm. and hmm you know i was uh, with cletus hetus i was expecting right a little more spice but no it's it's i would say it's pretty mild yeah it's not very mild but no, there is spice there, and it is one of those afterburner. Like even right now, I'm sort of picking it up a little bit more than initially. But no, I wouldn't call this a spicy mix uh, per se. I'm gonna, I'm gonna get a little of the uh, Frank's hot sauce on this one here. Oh, there you go. Mm. Mm. That is good. It's a little bit on the salty side uh, as as they go. Not crazy salty, but it's more savory uh, in terms of flavor. Oh, wow. You have done a fantastic what? pairing with this yeah. Red Hot, uh, Frank's Red Hot Kick and Barbecue Seasoning. Mm -hmm. It gives that, you, talk, you mentioned the, the <laughs> salt, but it gets that uh, kind yeah. of a sweet and salty mix there. Right, right. And it's delicious. Yeah. I just saw that on the shelf. I didn't even know it existed, and I, I knew I had to have it right away. Just <laughs> match made in heaven. Speaking of matches made in heaven, I'll bet there's something that would go really well with this right about now. Yes, some field notes vodka. <clears throat> What's a girl got to do to get a little vodka around here? Indeed, a little field notes vodka. Let's put some wings on this. Yes. I love when that hummingbird flies into town. <laughs> Me too. Just flew in with a, a re-up this morning, as a matter of fact. Oh, that sounds fresh. Yeah, yeah, this is a fresh batch. And they're even numbered. They come in uh, cases with, uh, you know, there's small, what do you call that? Small batch, you know, handcrafted. You weren't ever going to say when, so I just stopped. <laughs> I was never. <laughs> so 
Cletus sent along a little note there. Um, even with a little, I don't know, is it a self-portrait cartoon he's it is. on he's there? He's an artist as well. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> a disturbed artist, but yeah, an artist. The good ones always are. <laughs> right. <laughs> this is great. Greg, thanks for taking the time to experience Cletus Hedis. And he, he put it right in here. Real tomato, celery, horseradish, and boy, you can... You can, you can yeah, those that. are the highlights right there. Real tomato, like I said, tastes like mom's tomato plus. The horseradish, very much forward. And the celery salt, yeah. Those are the the pillars of this drink. <laughs> but, you know, it's always nice to have an extra pillar in the form of a fine vodka. Agreed. Hmm. Well, that changes it up. It really does. Sweetens it a bit. Mm-hmm. Thins it, obviously. And it seems to have lengthened the 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 the, the, yeah. the heat or the spiciness a little bit. Uh, it right. a little longer. It does. It, it's still hanging on right now. I, I don't know what you do for that, though. I think you would uh, call in a chaser. A ch- call in the chaser. I'm from Wisconsin, Greg. Where the hell is my beer chaser? Let's do it. Well... You know what we're drinking, Mike? Yes. Do you know who these guys are? Another one. Well, this is our favorite, really. Wouldn't you say this is our favorite? It is. Yeah. (laughs) This is the Saison de de Hune. I I think I'm pronouncing that right. Yeah. I I did not take French, um, so I I, I really don't know how to pronounce French words, but it is French for the garden season. Right. And it is a farmhouse style ale and a combination of fruit flavors uh, with just a little bit of spice and very crisp, very dry and really an excellent chaser for bloody. It is. And uh, I chose it. You know why I chose it to pair with this? Because I just really wanted to have some of it. That's all. That's all the thought that went into it. It's. I've been sweating and kind of working hard this morning, and I just want a nice cold saison. Uh, people might not know about uh, the guys that make this. No, yeah, it's the, kind of a regional. Yeah, this is this is out of, out of the Driftless Brewing Company in, in Soldiers Grove, Wisconsin. And if you have never been to Soldiers Grove, you should go. It is a charming little town. Right, I would say, right in the heart of the Driftless region. And it's a local Southwest brewery, and they have a, a beautiful tap room. And they focus on supporting local regional farms, co-ops, businesses. Uh, they purchase uh, all their ingredients, uh, really 80 to 90% of, of the ingredients they use in their beer is, is come, comes from local farms. And... Uh, and uh, yeah, this uh, this uh, garden season. I'm not gonna. I'm not. I'm not saying the French word anymore. <laughs> yeah, I I took Spanish in uh, in school, and I, Steve Martin used to do a great bit, you know, about Spanish versus French. You know, like Spanish, yeah. Estoy la casa de Pepe. You know, it, it makes sense. It's kind of. It's not that much different. But French, you know. Those little. What happened? He spoke French. Somebody resuscitated him. You know the sounds. It's just different. And I, I've heard that uh, people who speak French uh, they get a little uh, perturbed if you 
mispronounce. Oh, that, that'll help make you a little more confident <laughs> and comfortable. Right. Knowing It's like when they tell you, you know, when that dog comes up to you looking threatening, uh, let him sniff you. He can tell if you're scared. Well, what the fuck am I supposed to do with that information? Turn off the scared <laughs> switch? I mean, that doesn't help. Wait, this this hellhound actually can sense that I'm afraid? Like, he owns me right now. <laughs> God. <laughs> yeah, don't worry about a thing. <laughs> no, no, just <laughs> pretend you're not scared. The, God, I love this beer. It's so refreshing. It really is good. I'm going to do a little back and forth with the Cletus Hedis and then back to the Chaser. That's kind of the process. It's not rocket science, you know. No. It actually does happen to be a pretty good pairing, if I do say. Oh, man, I am loving that. Yeah. That uh, barbecue uh, rim salt. The rim salt, yeah, isn't that nice? Here's what I did. You may notice how perfectly it's applied. I put a little honey uh, on a brush and just made a little swipe and just rolled half, you know, onto the... That's my new trick. Impressive. Thank you. It's not my first rodeo, Mike. <laughs> well, Cletus has a, in his note, recommends trying it with a, with vodka, but then he, he says try it with mezcal and, uh, or tequila or what else? A gin. Gin. Yeah. So I kind of grabbed onto that. Let's, I mean, I, I want to finish this one with the vodka and enjoy it. Oh, but he also I thought, said try it with aquavit. Or Aquavit, yes, the Norwegian spirit, yeah. That is interesting. <laughs> I'm not sure what that would be like. Yeah, I... I'll try anything once. <laughs> you know? It'd be a shame to make, you know... I'm sure I'm sure Cletus knows what he's talking about. I'm sure it's delicious. But... Well, he's a chef. Yes. We know that, because he's called Chef Cletus. But it's hard to find out a heck of a lot more about these guys. They're, they don't really have a website. They've got a Facebook page. That'd be the place to connect with them. But um, they, yeah, they seem to sell through mostly third-party vendors. If you just went on and Googled, um, you know, Cletus Hetus, uh, you'd be taken to a few distributors or, or marketers of, of the product. So, um, yeah. And it retails for about 10 bucks a bottle. A little bit cheaper than a few we've done lately. Oh, well worth it. Yeah. Yeah, good stuff. Really goes well with the vodka. I am ready, if you are, to try it with a little gin as yeah, recommended. Yes, bring on the gin. Where do you find a good gin in this town? <laughs> yeah. Same place you've had. Another hummingbird. A different variety. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, that's right. The Cross Distillery also makes a very nice organic gin. Field notes. Now we're pouring gin, and that means I need to grab one of these big wedges of lime. Oh, yeah. Like peas and carrots. That really adds to the flavor. Mmm. It. I did oh, it. now you did it. <laughs> Just in time, Cheers, you're going to drink what we're pouring. Now, those of you drinking at home, if you don't have gin, it's okay. Just, you know, you can still use the vodka. Yeah, it'll work. Just imagine you're chewing on some juniper berries and be like you're right here with us. Do you notice, uh, I, I'm using these reusable acrylic straws. Do you notice mine has like a ergonomic bend in it? 
That it certainly does. Yeah, that's because I left it on the stove when I was cooking. <laughs> Apparently there's a medication for that now. Oh, my God. <laughs> I'm probably going to need it. <laughs> so here's another thing to try, Mike. So this <clears throat> is a red snapper now. It is. Yep, that would be correct to call it that. Mmm. Wow. Totally different. That's yeah. That's gin. That tastes like summer. It me. does. Yeah. And I, I. Well, wait a minute. Now here it comes. Uh-huh. I was about to say I, 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 I don't notice the the heat. Yeah. The spicy finish, but yeah. There I it just is. I just hit myself with a saison right after, so I got to re up the heat. I <laughs> tried this once. Um, a question for our listeners. Do you drink with a straw or just over the top of the glass? And I'll tell you what, when you drink something through a straw, it's a different experience. Uh, I, I don't, I can't explain it exactly, but so if you'll indulge me, Mike, take a sip with a straw. All right. I am, I'm a, I'm a straw hater. Mm-hmm. Um, and it really has nothing to do with the... Uh, any, any sort of environmental thing. It's just that right, uh, right. I'm like, I, I know how to drink from a cup. <laughs> <laughs> right, I've graduated. <laughs> eventually, I will get to a straw, but let's yeah. not hurry things along. Yep. Yeah, I'm the same. I, in a lot of, when I want a straw is when you got something in those tiny little cubes or crushed ice. Yes. You know, and they just keep getting in your mouth. But, you know, the cubes I used are as big as your fist, so that's not an issue. But... But isn't it a little different when it's uh, through the straw? Mm-hmm. Hmm. Yeah. So, it, yeah, it does. It takes on a whole different flavor with the gin. Gin brings a little more flavor to the table, doesn't it? It does. Yeah. I think I just said it twice there, didn't I? <laughs> I think you did. Whoops. All right, we're a little behind. All right. Two times, everybody. Yep. There One, you go. Two. So, real interesting mix. Cletus Hedis. Uh, very fresh, very tomato Forward horseradish, celery salts, pretty savory, a um, little bit on the saltier side, thickness kind of medium, and it retails for ten bucks. What do you think? Would you buy it? Oh, absolutely! For ten bucks, this is a steal. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think so. I think so. Uh, well, let's uh, let's say to hell with our podcast listeners, and you and I enjoy the the rest of, of this. Um, <laughs> this is some good stuff. Next week, be sure to tune in. We're going to be reviewing a mix called Stretches. Yeah, Stretches. Stretches. And yep. do you know where where are they out of? I do, but I can't divulge that until next episode. Oh, okay. <laughs> Actually, I, I don't know. I haven't done my homework yet. <laughs> but, but I swear by next week I will, though. So thanks for tuning in, everybody. We'll uh, We'll see you next time. I hope you have nothing going on next Sunday either. See you then for another Big Fat Bloody Mary podcast.